Welcome to the Salted Carmel podcast from Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic Church. With me today is my co-host, David Cook, the Director of Stewardship, and David is always smiling. So it is such a pleasure to co-host with him. And I'm Jody Curtis, a parishioner in the parish. Our purpose of the podcast is to help people share their faith stories with others to evangelize throughout the world. David, who's our guest today? Our guest today is Grace Sullivan. Uh, First off, I thought you were going to forget the adjective, Jody. so I'm glad you people come back just for that adjective. It was really important. (laughs) But Grace, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today? I'm doing just dandy. Thank you for having me. There you go. She She's coming to us in the middle of a school day. And so if you guys hear any bells or people coming in, it's just Grace ignoring her classes and talking to us. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Giving my classes to do podcasts for my church. I think Amen. that's, yeah. that's, that's yeah. the important. <laughs> uh-huh. um, Grace, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your involvement at Our Lady of Mount Carmel? Sure. I've been a member of Our Lady of Mount Carmel pretty much my whole life. Uh, so has my grandma and my mom. It's been a an amazing experience to have kind of multi-generation involvement in Our Lady of Mount Carmel. I get to see my grandma's friends and, you know, my mom has deep, deep roots here. She went to Our Lady Mount Carmel school. So I'm able to just experience a, the benefits and the graces of a large parish community. Um, I went to Our Lady of Mount Carmel Catholic School from grades K through eight. So um, I definitely loved my experience there. I think it was very, it was a great education and it was a great foundation to my faith life that I have been uh, built upon in my high school years, especially going to a public high school. I go to Carmel High School. So it's, um, it's been really good for me to you know, be able to branch out and develop my faith on my own with the base that I was given at Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Very nice. Very nice. And Grace, you sounds like your family are lifelong Catholics. Do you remember a time even before saying yes to Jesus or really making that transition before you made maybe a transition in your faith life? Sure. I think that I've been lucky to know uh, Jesus and throughout my whole life. Uh, again, I think that is a direct uh, result of my family being practicing Catholics and going to Our Lady and being involved. But there's definitely been moments where, you know, my faith life hasn't been quite as um, quite as the forefront of my life. So there's definitely waves that kind of where I'm like, okay, like so in which I would love that to be all the time, but somehow, you know, life just gets in the way, which it really shouldn't, but you know how it is sometimes. Yes. Um, I don't actually, I've never had that. Ah, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Model Catholic. That's right. (laughs) Smiley and perfect. That's what it is. (laughs) Don't tell anybody else. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So I would say that I've been, on a few retreats through Our Lady um, Antioch, and I went to DJ last year. I wasn't able to go this year, but um, those are always just good for me to like replenish my faith life. And I don't know if anyone else experiences this, but there's like occasionally where you'll just read like 
a line in a book or you'll see like a quote or like a video pops up and you're like, wow, like Jesus is like in the Eucharist, like body and blood. And it's just like, wow, like you, you've always kind of know, but there's just times where it's like, oh my gosh, he's there. <laughs> so like, I feel like, or like that things, like things like that happen all the time where like, you know, there's just like, there's teachings of the Catholic church that just kind of like come back to me and like hit me just like, wow. And yeah. So I would say that that, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Amen. Can you think of uh, something concrete? Maybe it is one of those retreats that actually made you bring your faith back to the forefront of your life and keep it centered and prioritized. Yeah. Um, you know, I would say that last year Carmel high school was hybrid for the entire 2020, 2021 school year. So I was off every other day. So I was able to, I started going to the Antioch Holy Hour in like maybe November, December. I just kind of randomly went to that one night. And I feel like that has kind of brought me closer to God that made me more connected with a lot of the youth in the parish that go, um, that, you know, went to the holy hour. And it also, it just brought my faith more to the forefront. I started going to daily mass more on my off days. So on the days that I didn't have school, I would go to the 8am mass. And I feel like I've, I received a lot of grace from that time, even though it was, you know, a difficult, difficult time and the, you know, grand scheme of things, but it really brought me closer to God because everything in life was just so there was nothing else really going on. You know, I didn't have too many after school activities. I uh, didn't get, I wasn't totally wrapped up in all the college applications and scholarships yet. So that was a great time for me, I think, to just really rejuvenate my faith life, form more deeper connections to the youth in the parish and uh, receive the graces of the Eucharist. Nice. Grace, you mentioned that you went K through eight to Our Lady of Mount Carmel. How do, how do you think that impacted your upbringing? Yeah, so I'm very grateful for my, you know, for my ability to go to a, a Catholic school. I know that not everybody gets a chance to uh, do that. And especially coming now to a public school where there's definitely a lot of Catholics. I met a lot more Catholics than I thought, but the thing is that they don't totally understand a lot of the tenets of the faith. And they're very, they're very like, they're practicing Catholics and they, um, they want to grow closer to Jesus, but it was such a blessing for me to receive theology trainings as, you know, such a young, a young person so that I'm, I'm now, I understand the faith in a, a deeper and uh, more intimate way than I most likely would have had I not, um, you know, been in religion class from, you know, K through eight. So I think that the, that the religion aspect of the church of the school is definitely a great blessing in my life. And I see that even now because, you know, faith is a focus in my life. Nice. You kind of mentioned it a little bit different in public school. I think uh, there's a tendency, or maybe it's just me, that um, if you send your kids to public school, they it's kind of like an anti-Catholic or an anti-faith world, especially nowadays. 
can you speak a little bit about uh, how high, public school has influenced your faith and how it's challenged your faith um, at the same time? Sure. Yeah, that was definitely something that I think um, my parents struggled with a little bit too, was the, um, you know, why aren't you sending your kids to Garen if, you know, it's an option. But I would say that Carmel High School has been the best possible place for me. I have grown and met so many new people that I would not really have met at Garen. Um, well, I'd say Garen because that's the other school that, you know, I would have gone to had I not gone to Carmel. So um, I'm able to, I have so many opportunities here at Carmel to evangelize my faith. I also am grateful for the people that do challenge my faith because there are people here that obviously are, are not Catholic. It's not a Catholic school and it's not a Catholic institution. But I think that being exposed to the different uh, aspects of, you know, public life and public education uh, has helped ground my faith in a more, in a real way, because it's um, inspired me to take ownership and uh, even to learn more about my faith. Because, you know, when you're being challenged or, you know, no one has been like outright hostile to me, but it's when like, I've, you know, been talking to my um, evangelical friends, like, you know, why, why do you guys believe this? And it's made me look deeper into my own, into my own belief system. So I'm like, if somebody's ever going to ask me about this, I've got to have an answer ready. So it's got me, you know, into the, um, what's it called? Apologists. And uh, yeah, so I really enjoyed, I've, kind of gone deeper into a lot of the teachings so that I'm able to defend it should I ever be asked about that. So yeah, I love my time at Carmel High School and I've met definitely some amazing people. And there's a lot of Catholics. I mean, you know, Our Lady Mount Carmel is a large parish. So, (laughs) you know, I've, you know, especially when we went on the confirmation retreat, I was like, whoa, like these many people are Catholic. It's crazy. So that was is it's a great environment to um especially Carmel, because it's just a great school. So, yeah, yeah, very nice. And Grace, what about your family? How has your, I mean, obviously your family chose to send you to Our Lady schools, um, but what else has your family done to help form you? Sure. I think that my parents have just set a really good example for how to follow in, you know, Christ's footsteps. So I've been able to look and learn from them. Uh, you know, my dad, they both went on their chirp retreat. Uh, I don't know. It's been a few years ago or, you know, quite a few years ago now, but, um, so they grew closer to God through that, uh, experience. And they also, um, they also made many lifetime friends. Like, um, my mom still gets together with her girls every, every so often. And my dad does furniture ministry with a lot of his, uh, chirp brothers. So, uh, these people have really been influential in my life and it's taught me the importance of having strong Catholic connections, especially in a parish that is as large as ours. It's, um, you know, this is the, why we did this podcast. It's to, you know, kind of connect, um, a lot of the, the different groups of the parish. So I think that, you know, just inspiring me to make faith-filled friends that has been a big influence of my family, my family on mine. And then also just parents, you know, 
dragging us to, or not dragging us, but you know, <laughs> taking us to church. I'm sure, I'm sure in the younger days it was dragging like three kids in tow, you know, uh, stroller screaming, but you know, taking us to church every weekend and emphasizing the importance of, um, you know, going to mass and putting your faith first, even when like sports are crazy. Like we would always make sure that we went to mass, even if it was like the 7 a.m. mass, which some grumbling and maybe some head nods in there, but you know, we were still there. <laughs> That's awesome. My, my wife still has to drag me to mass sometimes. So it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Model Catholic. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I go back and forth depending on who I'm talking to. Uh, uh-huh. So we, we say uh, that Jesus has given us all unique gifts to evangelize. We're all part of the body of Christ and we all have different unique abilities. Uh, what would you say are some of your unique abilities that you think the Lord's given you to help you reach others? Uh, I found that I'm able to make like genuine and real connections with uh, a lot of people that I meet throughout my day-to-day life. So I think that that is an opportunity that God has given me to evangelize the faith, but then also like, I'm not trying to convert everyone. I'm just trying to like help people get closer to Jesus in their own way. You know, even though I'm kind of biased, but Catholic way is the best way. And, you know, straight shot to heaven, straight shot to heaven. But, um, so I think that God has kind of given, um, me that gift in order to make, uh, you know, disciples, uh, I also am grateful. I've started reading at church a little bit more. So I read at the 530 mass and that has, so, you know, kind of working on my public speaking there a little bit, but I think that God has given me, you know, the grace in order to be able to stand up and do that. I will say that I did the last, what the, whatever last weekend's first reading was, and it was a tongue twister. I mean, there were a lot of old Testament words in there and that was it was a little iffy. So the pronunciation might've been a bit off, but I think that's a great gift that God has given me. I think it is too, Grace. So, and you know, at Our Lady, we like to say we're grateful no matter what. What are you most grateful for? Yes, I'm really grateful for my Catholic faith. As simple as that is, it's, you know, it's such a blessing to me because I see, you know, my other friends that are, you know, evangelical or Lutheran. It's just, in my opinion, the Catholic church is just the most, I don't know, amazing. It's just really cool. We're all over the world. There's people praying every hour of the day. Mass is going on all the time. We have, you know, a collection of brothers and sisters and nuns around the world praying for us. And we have the Pope in Rome. And there's just a unity among the Catholic faith that I think that is lost in other Christian religions. So I'm very grateful for the history and the continuity of the history of the Catholic Church. I just absolutely love it. Amen. Amen. I I think we share your opinion too. I don't know about Jody, but (laughs) (laughs) Amen, Grace. There you go. Uh, So we on this podcast, we're trying to take back the phrase staying salty. I don't know if that's even a thing anymore for high schoolers, but it was a thing a couple of years ago. Oh my gosh. Uh, so staying salty, as you know, used to mean being sassy or mean or whatever it is. Um, and so we mean it of how are you being a good disciple? How are you not losing your salt taste because we are the salt of the earth? Um, so that's essentially what we mean. How are you sharpening your sword this week or forever? 
Yeah. Well, I, I appreciate the, the take back of the phrase. It's a little <laughs> bit outdated right now, but um, don't tell our listeners. Maybe that. there's new lingo that'll come up. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. Um, I would say that I'm just continuing to try and grow deeper in my faith. Um, I in, really enjoy reading. So trying like right now I'm on uh, writing a book about uh, Archbishop Fulton Sheen, his autobiography. I'm in the love it. Oh my gosh. My mom has kind of taken it for the time being, but when she kind of reads to the middle of it and then gives up, that's when I'll take it back and then finish it. Yeah. It's a fantastic book. Yeah. So I just really enjoy reading about, um, you know, great men and women who have done things on this earth to, you know, make this world a better place, but then also prepare themselves for heaven. So I like to look after their examples and hopefully forge my own way. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, Grace, it has been such a pleasure having you on the show today. So thank you for sharing your story with us and all of your wisdom as well. Well, you know, I like, and especially because Grace and I are both doing this, is I would challenge people to read books about the history of the church or about saints or cardinals or other key figures and leaders in the Catholic faith. So, yeah, one shout out there. I would say JP2's Five Loves by mm-hmm. Jason Everett. Mm-hmm. I'm rereading it for the fourth time right now. It's very good. Oh, <laughs> so, nice. Simplistic uh, reading of JP2's life. Um, so, yeah, let's end with a prayer. You guys don't mind, right? Of course, we're all Catholic. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord, thank you so much for Grace's life. Thank you for her yes. Thank you for leading her and giving her a strong foundation of faith, yet so young. We ask that you may continue to guide her, continue to bless her, and and to let her strive uh, to continue to lead others towards Christ, but to keep that hunger of learning about the Catholic faith in her until she ultimately meets you in heaven. Lord, we ask that we can all be inspired to learn more about your faith and more about your life. And we ask this all in your name as we pray. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. (laughs) Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you all for listening. And as always, stay salty.